Wait, you're ready. Uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah. All right. So. Notifications keep going off. Three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Not Another Nerdcast. This is definitely a podcast for nerds, gamers, geeks, or, well, yeah, nerds are geeks. But uh, yeah, if uh, thank you for coming and listening to this, maybe this first episode or second episode. I don't know. It can be a reboot or something, whatever you want to take it for whatever, because I've already done a first episode on YouTube. But uh, today we have a guest or maybe soon to be a host, definitely, for uh, our podcast. And do you want to just introduce yourself by a real name or, I don't know, nickname or something? Fair enough. Um, So hello, everybody. My name is Mr. Shaddix. You can call me Amir or Shaddix or Shamar. doesn't matter, but for the sake of this podcast, I'll go by Shaddix. Uh, I am 19 years old. I am in college looking towards my animatory. I specialize in 2D animation. And I want to dab 3D, but I'm not sure I'm ready for that yet. Uh, I guess I don't qualify myself or classify myself as a nerd. I just happen to like a lot of things that people refer to mm-hmm. nerd, nerd-like per se. I don't think that nerd <laughs> is a bad term, but it's like, you know, whatever. Uh, I like anime. Manga, video games, Japanese culture. Uh, I just like a lot of things. And I'm very, very outgoing. I think I'm goofy as well. I can be introverted at times, but, you know, it's a pleasure. Yeah, it's definitely great to have you on here. And uh, I feel like uh, I should mention uh, while doing this podcast, since this is like the first time I'm, well, the first time both of us are doing this on uh, Anchor on a phone or I don't know a tablet app basically the mic quality might not be great for both of us on our ends or so so sorry about that and please have patience we'll try and get it fixed at some point but um I guess I'll try and introduce myself as well um I'm Devin or you can call me Astro Cake or Zero Chaos reason why I had to change that <laughs> name was because it's uh, hard to, I guess, pronounce for some foreigners. But uh, yeah, it's also cringy to hear from other people <laughs> saying it. But um, I am currently uh, also a college student in uh, Michigan. And of course, I'm trying to get my degree in general studies. But I'm also trying to get a major in I guess you can say teaching, education teaching. I want to try and teach in Japan, like English. I'm an English teacher in Japan and uh, definitely enjoy the culture. And I'm even taking a Japanese class at the moment in college for this semester. See whatever it takes or I don't know where I go or something. But uh, I feel like I should also mention in this recording, uh, if we start to, I don't know, gain more listeners, more uh, 
in the app or on YouTube. Uh, I'll let you know that. Uh, what the heck? <laughs> oh, sorry, um, where was I? All right. Uh, we're like just to let you know, since we're both in college, please understand if we're not able to do a podcast episode uh, weekly, or well, me and uh, Amir were discussing about like the schedule. Of course, we want to try and do it on Fridays or Saturdays, but if we cannot do it on those two days then please understand, like, please, for like the love of God, please remember, we are both in college. We have work to do. <laughs> so if we don't do it like one week, we'll try and do it the next week <laughs> after. So. Yeah. And keep in mind, not getting things, this is out of our free time. So, you know, whatever free time you can salvage or advantage of it, to thing going. Yeah, definitely. This is, uh, I always wanted to definitely do a podcast just for fun. I don't think I've ever had it in mind to even, what, what's the word, uh, do it for money, but, uh, I don't know, that might change, but just always had it in mind just to do it for fun, so. Right. Yeah. But, uh. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go on. Now, I was just saying that I think that it's really good when you do something that you just enjoy and you get paid for it and then it doesn't feel like a job, just, you know, like with this podcast for me, just to get some background on it. I never thought about doing a podcast and, you know, uh, just to get some background for you all, uh, we decided to, what, was it last week maybe? Yeah. The week before, just to do this because we were having a, a long one at 3 a.m. on a PlayStation, and it's just like the two of us, and we just, Devin just suggested, you know, do a podcast, and I'm like, you know what, cool. I've always heard of them. I've never really, you know, done one, or really, I never really took the chance to listen to one, besides my roommates in college, because he listens to, like, Ben Bola, if y'all know who that is, a famous jeweler who gives, like, life advice and stuff, but, you know, I was like, hey, you know, might as well try new things. Yeah, definitely. I don't think I've uh, heard of that podcast person before, um, but I'll have to give it a shot. Normally, uh, I don't know when I started listening to podcasts. It's maybe during my high school year, and I thought it was just fun. I listened to uh, some YouTubers' podcasts always because I was definitely into uh, animation. And right. I would just always listen to his podcast like every other Tuesday that he uploaded or something. And then later on in years, I started listening to more. And I right. just gave a thought like, huh, maybe, maybe it wouldn't be bad to like try it out. Cause I don't know. I got tired of waiting to like hear, <laughs> um, or I'll, yeah, to hear their opinions on a subject and like, even if there were like certain subjects that I like, they wouldn't talk about it. So I was like, okay, maybe how about I try and do my podcast on these certain subjects that they might uh, not talk about it and have some friends along the way to discuss them about, like to even hear their opinions on it. 
Most definitely. And it's a good bonding exercise, I think, as well. Yeah. And with a lot of people, I'll say, being so passionate about things, you can't really say something without getting ridiculed. And so I think that a podcast can be a safe place as well, especially if you have a select list, like, um, what, viewer base, per se? But, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure. It's open to anybody. We're not saying you have to be like a nerd or have to play this or that. It's like, you know, you want to come on down and just listen and, you know, why not? And this is a safe place. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Uh, we're not going to ridicule you because you disagree or agree. <laughs> and respect is just a given. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, I feel... <laughs> Cause that's the thing. Like I was t- like talking to you about last time. Like when it just comes to society, and I hate to do that. I just hate to say society overall at the moment because it's just become a big meme. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, that's the problem with today's society. We like nobody just cannot say their opinion without getting ridiculed, and like I mean, it's normal if they want to come like have i don't know a disagreement or something but like at least try and respect the other person's opinion or like have a certain type of debate to the point where oh it might change the other person's idea don't just start bashing towards them like you're wrong and i'll tell you wrong don't do it like that for the love of god and um i feel like when it comes to podcasts it's also neat for more people to try out because they can kind of just like you said express themselves and even if you're having a hard time trying to talk in public like do public speeches or something this might be the way to go I know it might sound I guess odd because I mean you might be doing this definitely at home where it's the most comfortable place on earth but I mean still you have people online that's going to be hearing your voice so at least that's some good practice if you think about it i definitely agree with that especially you know if you have social anxiety and you really can't like you said express your thoughts in public or with people because i feel like it's easier to have a conversation with somebody that you don't really know like well that you don't know in person than you do to somebody that's in person because they're not going to judge you as somebody in person would, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. But you feel more comfortable because you can do whatever you want on the internet and, you know, you won't really get in trouble for it depending on what you do because you can say all you want. It's not going to come back to bite you. And being able to freely express yourself has its benefits, but it also has its, you know, downfalls to it but definitely I found myself being able to open up to my online friends people I've never met before in my life and it's like we've known each other forever and it's like you know meeting in person would only add to that and not take away basically definitely definitely agree with you but uh yeah I guess uh I know we're getting a bit off topic now (laughs) It's like you know it's only been like thirteen minutes, but uh, yeah, that was a good right. that that was at least a good introduction for this podcast. Yep. Um. So <laughs> the first topic I wanted to discuss with you 
on this yeah again whatever you want to call it first episode or second episode i'm gonna try and see if i can upload the first episode on here right. like even when i sent you like the first episode on my youtube channel my my mic was it was actually horse crap yeah i, I, I don't know <laughs> like good uh, lord like i didn't give him my uh what my friend or that i like to call senpai or something was uh I bet she was even having a struggle trying to edit. I think it took her like a few days to like <laughs> completely oh, yeah. edit. Yeah, it like took her a few days to completely uh, try and fix some things and, uh, you know, work out the issues or something. So right at the moment, I don't have a mic. I might try and buy one on Cyber Monday because uh, I don't know. I think, uh, of course, I I also want to do it on the phone app, like the podcasts, but I also want to try and still do them on YouTube, especially with right. other people uh, that also have mics or something for their computers. But uh, yeah, the first topic is uh, I wanted to talk to you about Pokemon Sword and Shield. And this has been oh definitely maybe the most controversial Pokemon game i have ever seen in maybe my entire life there probably have been other pokemon games that got in uh controversy but like this took the cake like legitimately definitely not to this extent i will say not to cut you off mm-hmm. like i guess um the reason why i say that is because i don't know i don't look into pokemon like that i'm not a big fan like you and uh like our friend uh Sharice. So I I mean I've gave the Pokemon games a try, like and I still have yet to finish them, I'll admit. Don't kill me, don't crucify me or anything. It's just maybe it's just, <laughs> sometimes I was either busy with school at the time or I would just completely forget. Or even I just couldn't get into it that much. I don't know. Because uh, I remember when I was play- playing Pokemon Y, I was just completely lost and I didn't know what, like, where the heck to go. And I think at that point, I just gave up. I probably should have like restarted, though. <laughs> and I don't really like uh, X and Y's like, plot that much. It's kind of... To me, it's pretty boring. Like, that's, that's the thing I hear about a lot of Pokemon fans, like but when I it came to Pokemon Y, like a lot of people I would hear over the internet say that was like not that good. And I guess I can't, you know, have that type of mindset because I never grew up with the Pokemon games. I grew up with the anime, but I never had played a Pokemon game, I don't think, in my entire life until I got in Pokemon Y. So, and that was, like, definitely neat for me. So, like, what was the first Pokemon game have you played um, when you grew up? Sorry, What'd you say? I said it was being so I said. Oh, okay. Uh, I had uh, asked... Um, what was like the first Pokemon game that you have ever played when you grew up? 
because uh, I think the only first Pokemon game I may have only played was Pokemon Y, and that was when I was in, what, I think maybe still middle school? Yeah, that was about 2013, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, and we should have both been in uh, middle school at that time. About seven, no, I think I was in eighth grade at that time. Yeah, about to go to ninth the next year. Oh, okay, all right. But, uh, but uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, no, but, okay. uh, I guess a little story time per se. I, my earliest memory of Pokemon was actually from my mother because I, my first memory of Pokemon was with the game, to my knowledge, and not the anime. The anime <laughs> was only hyped up from the game, or it might have been a vice versa, but my very first game, which I still have in the original console, was Fire Red for the GBA, the Game Boy um, Advance. And that was like my earliest memory of Pokemon. Like I remember vividly, I was in the backseat of her car, I think in like 2005 or 2006 or seven. Pokemon Fire Red with like Charmander. He was my first Pokemon I ever picked. Because I, I, I was a big fire type person. I still am, per se. Mm -hmm. But I've diversified myself some more. Definitely my first memory of this. And then my second one, which I don't know, because if you classify a hand-me-down as like my first game, and Fire Red was my first game, but my first, first Pokemon game, I would say was Pokemon Pearl. Because I remember I wanted Diamond and Diamond over Pearl. And those came out in 20, uh, 2007, but I got Pearl and I was like, ugh, I don't want this. I think it was <laughs> because of like, because I like Dialga more than Palkia and I still do. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Maybe it was just because I thought that it was a quote unquote girl skin because it's pink, you know, gender, gender norms and stuff. You know, girls do pink and boys do blue. Yeah. But I wanted Dialga. And so somehow I got Dialga. Uh, I mean, Diamond, ooh, excuse me, Diamond version. Then I had both, which is kind of like, oh, whatever. And so um, that was really my first Pokemon game. And I picked Chimchar, which is one of my favorites. And, you know, just from then, I just kept going with Pokemon. Like, honestly, it's weird. But in a top five list of things that I know, like, I, I'm confident I have knowledge of Pokemon is definitely top three I would say because I know so much about the franchise and so much about the games and the Pokemon themselves it's ridiculous like I feel like I know more about that than anything else like which can't be good or mm. and like <laughs> that's why if I were to ever ask you um, like anything about Pokemon like any tips i would just ask you or our friend and yeah it was because again i just i don't know i never grew up with it but i mean i think pokemon is neat it's just i never get the i just never understood the hype whenever it just came out every year right and like why were so many fans excited and like to hear that you like your first Pokemon was like Fire and Red. That was like a while, a while ago. And yeah, um, like I might have to try it out. Maybe like I might get into the eight bit ones more because it feels like <laughs> the three D ones are always getting uh disrespected. 
Like, well, it the I guess the eight bit ones for one they're free if you just download an emulator. Yeah. So, you know that's awesome. But um, a lot of the three D ones with X and Y, the only the problem that people have with it is because they're more handholdy. Because when Pokemon, because they did a reset in the game mm-hmm. with um black and white because they said. We're not having any old Pokemon. It's just brand new 150, 150 Pokemon, you know, new stuff. And that was a new start. And well, a lot of people didn't like that, but it kind of, you know, impacted. And then Black and White 2 came out and added all the other Pokemon in it. It was like, oh, wonderful game. Mm-hmm. And then, and those games, they act, they have the, they have, I'd say, the best story because it had a, a prequel and a sequel to it, or the main game and a sequel. So those are just phenomenal games in terms of storytelling but uh, I think it was Junichi Masuda or Masuda who was the um the lead director for that he said that a lot of kids don't want to read all that stuff and just want to beat the game and stuff because their attention spans are getting like a short so when they started doing the 3D games they made it so that it's more straightforward and that even a child can beat it in like you know 16 hours really they just put the time into it and so a lot of them are super hand like Sun and Moon are really handholdy because there's like cutscenes every five minutes, which as an avid Pokemon fan, it does get annoying when I want to replay these games. Because it's like, oh, I'm just mashing A just to skip the dialogue and whatnot. And some of the features that they've added are good, you know, just to make it more accessible to newer people. But I I can see the point of why people criticize the 3D games so much, especially Sword and Shield, because that was the most, that is to date the most highly anticipated Pokemon game ever because it's on console and it just, it looks phenomenal. But then, you know, mixed opinions. Yeah, like I wanna, I know last year there was like maybe a bit of hate towards what was it? Uh, Pokemon Pikachu and Eevee? Or was it, what was the names? Uh, let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. All right. Yeah, it was those. And I think there was maybe a bit of hate. I forgot what it was. But yeah, I only saw a little bit of hate for those. When, But I still mostly saw a lot of hype when it came out, of course. And I know some people gave that a pass. But when... Sword and Shield was being announced and coming out this year. It just went all over the place. Like, what? First one was about the Pokédex. Of course, I yeah. couldn't understand that. But, uh... Yeah. Just to make a point, not to cut you off, but that, that the Pokédex was the main reason. The Pokédex definitely set off a fire. And, but more so before that was the graphics of, like, the trees and stuff. Kind of, no, because... Those happened in the same setting, excuse me, because they had a live stream where they announced, they showed like the little open world section of the game and they announced the Pokédex stuff. Mm-hmm. So both of those things kind of just set off a fire, but continue. Yeah, like I, when even they, when even people kept mentioning about the graphics as well, I never understood that. This is the switch we're talking about. It. It never had the ability to be like over the top type of graphics like the PS4 or Xbox One or even in the near 
future or even like a PC for God's sake. It does not right. have that type of graphic ability to like go up more. So I didn't understand that part, but I kept also seeing people compare what Sword and Shield's graphics like of the trees to literally what I think it was Zelda, Ocarina, or Majora mask. It was like two does, and I'm like, well, I don't know how to defend that one. I, I'd say that the game is not going to be perfect regardless, but a lot of people compare it to um, Breath of the Wild because Breath of the Wild looks phenomenal mm. for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks good, and then it's like, you know, you look at Breath of the Wild, which I don't know how many years Breath of the Wild took in development. I can look it up. But... um compared to Pokemon, you know, which is a really, really big franchise. And so, oh wait, so Breath of the Wild took four years and over 300 developers at Nintendo, as opposed to Pokemon, which has, Game Freak has about, I wanna say 180, or maybe less than 100 employees what? Oh, right, you did. Yeah, we were talking about that one time. Hello? And they're in their studios. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Okay. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's, um, let me see this really Game Freak has 143, split it up, and they had a team of, I think, 70 work on Sword and Shield, while the other 63 worked on... What the heck? What's that new game? That Game Freak is making. Uh, okay, yeah, I don't know what's up with the app having these uh, issues, but uh, yeah, continue. You said that, or uh, like you had said, um, one of the Pokemon's had like had uh, 60, like one of the Pokemon games had 60 employees working on it. Yeah, Sword had about I think 60 or 70 people working on it, and they had. The other, they, they basically, they split it in half. They had 70 people work on Pokemon while they had 60 people work on uh, this new RPG that Game Freak is coming out with. And, you know, when you compare that to having 300 people work on Breath of the Wild, it's kind of like, okay, you have 60 people working on, like, a big game, which is, you know, I know I don't know much about game development, but I'm pretty sure that that's really hard for 60 people. That's, like, two classrooms, two high school classrooms. Exactly. Working and that's not a lot of people, considering, you know, schedules and whatnot. So, but then again, it took four years. While Sword and Shield, I think, started to develop in 2016 or 2017. I know it wasn't for very long, but a lot of people feel that the game is rushed just because 
Nintendo or Game Freak has to meet um, the holiday holiday uh, drops and stuff because of merch, merchandise, um, the trading card game, but most importantly, the anime is the main thing that um, that sells. I would no, it's the merchandise I think sells the most, and then the anime, and then the games. Like the games don't even sell that much compared to like the merchandise that people buy, uh, according to a video I, I had seen. But people feel that it's very rushed because it's like, well, they cut out a whole bunch of Pokemon and stuff, and it's like, okay, whatever. Then it's like graphical issues, and it's like, okay, you know, whatever. Then like story and such, to which I had seen this tweet, I think it was last week, where I had talked about it's not that the story is getting, you know, worse it's just that as we get older we expect more like mature and more complex stories sometimes mm -hmm. and so that's why a game like this that's targeted for 10 year olds and like nine year olds can just seem like so it's like so bad but it's like it's not for our target audience we, we are like 19 20 and above and, you know these are for like kids so it makes sense as to why people might not like it as much but that's, like these games really have had a lot of controversy and it's it's really sad because anytime you look on um, Pokemon's social media page, like and every time they do a single post, there's always like 20 people saying hashtag bring back the national deck. So it's like, I'm not gonna waste $60 on a game that doesn't mean to let me transfer my Pokemon from like 20 years ago. And it's like, like ugh, like, okay, whatever. Get over yourself. And that's the way I feel. Because they're still going to make money regardless. They're not going to stop making Pokemon games. But they are focusing more on mobile games because of Pokemon Go. Yeah. And that's that's definitely a good point, especially in a video. It sounds like a good video because from what the dude or the YouTuber has says, it can definitely be that. Because, like, the same thing can go for, like, a lot of things. Like, what? other games, comics in general. Um, Even TV shows, for example, that they reboot, it's not for our age now, it's just for like younger younger kids. Exactly. Like, what, for the new Powerpuff Girls or the new Benson? Like, I mean, the new Benson is all right, I want to say, but the Powerpuff Girls, it's pretty trash. But of course, like, it's not targeted towards us especially not even Teen Titans Go, it's targeted towards the kids, like the young demographic. So yep. it's definitely understandable if we have these thoughts and we just need to, I guess, stop having them, of course. And definitely, uh, oh yeah, by the way, I forgot to mention, I'm going to say definitely a lot. I'm sorry, listeners, I have a habit right. of doing that. Um, but, I didn't even notice anything. <laughs> but uh, it's uh, well, what, what was I gonna say? Um, and I know it's really, really hard to get over change. Well, for some people, I admit I have a problem with uh, things changing, but mm -hmm. we just had to let it go, like, yeah, literally, it's not the end of the world or anything. Plus, who knows, they might end up trying to adapt the whole national deck after having a whole bunch of people go crazy on them over the course of this entire year. 
they might end up changing that for like the next few Pokemon games that are already working on it at the moment. So honestly, I hope they don't because I don't because they're doing this because Pokemon right now has damn near close to a thousand Pokemon, mm. like nine or, or something. And it's like, you're asking for them to, for one, they're a small company. They don't want to hire more than 143 people or 150 people. That's just how they do. So they're not going to change that anytime soon, to my knowledge. Then you're asking these 70 people to code in over, what, 900 Pokemon in every single Pokemon game and to give you quality content as well. And you can argue that, you know, even without the Pokemon, it's still like a shit game. And it's like, well, I think that's objective because it's based on what you're looking for. Mechan- like, Hello. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I agree with you on that. And um, you were talking about, you were at the part where you didn't care much about the national deck or the Poké deck. Yeah, because my favorite Pokemon is Lucario. Lucario's been in every Pokemon game since uh, Gen 4. And so I know he's going to continue to be in the game. But even if he wasn't in there, I'm not going to not buy the game because I'm like, yeah, he's my favorite, but I don't use him every single time. I want to see what's new and stuff. But, you know, it's Pokemon is, like many of us at this stage of life, going in a new direction. They're doing something they've, they've never done before. And, you know, they're taking a risk. They're taking a, they're taking a gamble with these games. They're seeing, you know, how people will respond to having cut content. And, you know, even, like, the post game isn't that long. It's very, very short, even for like a Pokemon fan like me. Like the last extensive Pokemon game they really had, like really extensive was in um, like the Pixel games, like the DS titles, like Black 2 and White 2. Those were really expensive. But again, kids have low attention spans, according to Mafia, so they're not going to do that. But overall, I think that Sword and Shield are great games. I have both copies because I always get both copies. I already beat one among the other one now. But, you know, regardless of what Pokemon does, my love for it is not going to change as long as they don't do, like, nothing illegal, you know, or something terrible, and they won't. But I think that people should consider change and just maybe accept what they have and just hope if they do change their mind it's to how you want it. It's not guaranteed, though, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, like, I know not to... I'm trying to not keep this uh, topic going because we have more topics. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, really, people need to, of course, just like you said, consider change and just keep it going. And, like... Definitely taking gambles. I know it can be a risk, but it's good to take risks like at times because, I mean, you'll never know. Like not a lot of people 
or well, I guess I should say nobody cannot predict the future unless there is that certain person that can predict the future. Please come out on the news and say that and don't look like the insane person. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, definitely is is like not I mean, it can be bad to take risk. But again, you'll never know. And like, I'm not once again, I'm not the biggest fan or I'm not yeah I'm not the biggest fan of Pokemon or anything like that I don't watch the animes I'll watch them if they're like on during the morning maybe if uh I left my channel or my tv on Cartoon Network but I'm more of a Digimon head myself but yeah I uh I hope Game Freak ends up uh working out I know it's definitely not their fault it it really isn't so yeah but uh to move on to the next topic you uh you were telling me about this a few days ago uh so what was a it was basically a black person a black woman per se that had cosplayed as one of the demon slayers characters Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe her mm-hmm. out on Twitter. I'm not too sure. Wait, you said uh, the name? I think her name is like Veil something on Twitter. Yeah, it was uh, Fennel. Fennel. Yeah, I hope I'm pronouncing. This is something. This. This girl on Twitter. It's oh okay, I got it. It's a V A E L N I E L, and you were telling me there was like an outrage out of nowhere towards this cosplayer, this black cosplayer that was cosplaying a character in an anime that's supposed to be white, and I just I was blown away. Because I don't understand why why is there an outrage over this? Well, to just to correct you a little bit, the girl the girl is Japanese first and foremost, and so oh. all the people who are saying that she can't cosplay a white character are wrong because first, like she's not even white; she's Japanese, and it doesn't make sense because she got so much hate saying that, you know, Nezuko should only be played by, like, lighter-skinned people and stuff. And it's like, well, first of all, like, the, the majority of people, to what I have seen, were Caucasians who were arguing against her. And it's like, you're not even the right race, quote-unquote, to be cosplaying Nezuko. So if you want to talk about being the right race, Nezuko is not white. She's Asian, you know, I, I don't, she might be Japanese, Chinese, Korean, I'm not sure. But just, like, and she's a fictional character too that's that's the main thing she's a fictional character and there's nothing wrong with somebody wanting to dress up as their favorite character now the only problem i have with that is when you dress up in a way that you offend somebody per se and her cosplaying as a as an anime character a character that is drawn a character that is in a book fictional person She's not harming anybody at all. And people just 
outraged on her for just dressing up as a character because it's like it's so disrespectful it doesn't look right per se and why do you have to quote unquote look right to dress up to somebody that you like you know that doesn't doesn't make any sense but you know i think that people are really like mean and i guess the question i have for you is that why why do you think that people are so upset about her choice and well not let me let me rephrase this why do you think people get so upset when somebody who is not of that same skin tone or race dresses up as that or why was why do you think there was just so much controversy like i know this tends to happen and earlier yeah Thank you for correcting me. I don't know why. I, I get them mixed up white or Japanese, even though they look white in the anime, but they're actually Japanese. But thank you for correcting me. But uh, yeah, like I know, I just, even I don't understand because I know people want things to be perfect. Like it should be exactly this. Like this certain person should be looking like this color, which it doesn't always have to be the case because like you said if it's their favorite character then you shouldn't judge like heck if it's what like let's say this if it's a white person that wants to be black panther and that might be their favorite marvel superhero then go for it fuck it go for it um but if like a black person wants to be batman it's entirely wrong and it shouldn't be that in the case I d- no one that makes no sense that's just racism and double standard. like yeah de- definitely double standard um so I guess the reason maybe people had that like that I don't know where outrage which I'm definitely confused still about because I'm sure there were other cosplayers. Like, there's a lot of black people that cosplay, and I'm sure they were also cosplaying as the Demon Slayer characters because Demon Slayer is a popular anime. Mm-hmm. Uh, Definitely. I don't understand why it was just to this particular one girl that's just trying to cosplay innocent. I don't know either, man. There's really nothing wrong with what she's doing. And going back to a Caucasian person wanting to be like Black Panther per se, I think that as long as you get like the basic attire, like I have an issue when people do like blackface per se. Mm -hmm. Not to jump back on Pokemon, but there was this girl, this Asian girl who dressed up as Nessa, you know, the gym leader, the black girl who was, had a lot of controversy as well for her being dark skin. Yeah. It's, it's something different. But she had dark in her face to be Nessa. And my thing was, you know, well, you don't need to darken your face to be Nessa. Nessa is a ton of shades darker than you. And you're only going to offend people by trying to darken your own skin like that because it's like you're trying to be a racist you're not and again that kind of relates to I guess cultural appropriation 
if you know what that is, yeah. let the viewers know what that is. But basically, if you don't know, it's when you take aspects of somebody else's culture and make it your own per se. So if I was a Caucasian person and I decided I wanted to be a quote unquote black person, I would start styling my hair like this, start wearing clothes like that, listening to that type of music and whatnot. And the whole issue that we have as African-Americans or as, as black people is the common term is that they wanna they wanna be us so bad, but when it comes to actual issues and you know people dying, you know, they're nowhere to be found. And not to say that cosplaying is that extreme, but that is I guess the underlying issue with it. And you can just cosplay by just dressing it like she she didn't light her face. She didn't try to be somebody she was not, you know, naturally. She just dressed up as Nessico and she just probably put on a wig, just put on the outfit, and that was it, you know? She's not offending anybody, but people got pressed because, I guess because she's Black and she's the cosplaying an Asian character. But, you know, again, double standards. And, like, I I know I might be wrong about this, but uh, I feel people might also have the mindset of, like, whatever character is a particular race, like, let's say Captain America, he's white. Right. Like the person, the, some of these people might think like, okay, like the white people have their own heroes, the black people have their own heroes, the Asians have their own characters or whatnot. Each particular race should stick to that certain thing, which no, it should, it, they really shouldn't. If they, again, like that particular character or even culture, then go for it and just like you said like you don't have to change your skin or anything for the love of god <laughs> like you really don't just be yourself and just be proud of your skin and be happy that you're cosplaying as that character because there's many times when like i remember my mom had told me about like some dude on instagram was getting like hate because he was dressed up as I think it was Batman and he's black but right. like if they knew there we were supposed to have like there's already I don't know some type of already bat character in the comics where he's black I mean he's not Batman per se but he's a I don't know uh he's in he's a part of the bat family so wow. I don't know why they're complaining plus in the trying to not get fully into the comics, but uh, in like, what? There's, in DC comics, there's an Earth 2. There's different Earths or whatnot where certain characters will be uh, different from their other variations. There's like an Earth 2 in DC comics. And you want to know something? Yeah. Superman is not white in that. He's black and he's the president of the United States. What? Wow. Yes, it's it's pretty cool. So <laughs> I don't know. Like it's cool that we're having some diversity, and yeah. like <laughs> I'm trying to. I don't know where I'm trying to get with this. I feel it again. It should just not matter about the race at all, especially like if there's already certain variations of characters that have like other races. Um. 
to that particular character, if that makes sense. Like, it right. should even, or just regardless, not even if they don't have a different variation. If you just love that character, it doesn't matter. You don't have to change your race or anything. Just go out and cosplay it as them. Yeah, because cosplaying is just for fun, not a lifelong. Well, some people have a lifelong commitment. I mean, yeah. Say that. But, you know, it's it's just to have fun. It's not the end of the world. You know, I, I think that some people just make a bigger issue of things than they actually need to be. That makes sense. Um, yeah, sorry, I had to do something, but yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, was there uh, anything else you wanted to talk about in this topic, or do you want it to go to the next one? Uh, I think I'm good. I just want to encourage people to cosplay as whoever you want to. Just stick to being yourself first and foremost don't try to be somebody you're not in terms of complexion and skin thing because somebody's going to get upset if it's not twitter it's going to be somebody in real life so just put on the costume and you know go for it i agree definitely great way to end it <laughs> but so uh, our next topic, I guess uh, maybe streaming service overall. So I was um, when we were planning out the topics and I was thinking like, hmm, we're getting a lot of <laughs> streaming services, maybe too many, <laughs> to be honest. Like, well, we got Netflix, we got Hulu. We got, uh, what else? We got Amazon Prime Video. We got HBO Go. What else? What else do we have? Uh, we have FXX HD or something. It's some type of streaming service. And we're, we now have Disney Plus, and we're also going to have HBO Go Max and Go Max. I wanted to, yeah I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why they came up with that title they it, it could have been a different one it could have been a better one or I think it's just called HBO Max but it's basically HBO Max is gonna is a new streaming service that HBO is coming up with they're gonna have tons of shows on their platform and like what's what are they gonna have studio ghibli films like all of them i believe they're gonna have crunchyroll themselves on there all the cartoon network shows i think yeah and uh boomerang included they're gonna have some dc shows even some ones that they're developing over there like i think it was a green lantern one and uh why it was some it was like a netter show that was i guess that was adapting some type of comics and it involved also a character named dead man or something it was some dc character he's not bad or anything like that but 
they're just having so much content to the point where it it can last you a real long time. Right. So, and it got me thinking, like, why is there so many streaming services coming? We don't need this many streaming services. And I was also thinking, but it might be good because, of course, I don't know how many... I don't know when this started, but uh, back then, no, not back then, but like, what, when was it? We started having some services like what, Netflix reviving some certain adaptations, like old shows or something coming to their platform or something like that. Like, hmm? I said, I believe so. Like, and I don't want to say, I don't think they're the first one to do it, or they might, who knows. But I know, I guess to do an example, they did uh, Devil Man Crybaby, or just Devil Man overall. Yeah. They, they did, uh, I think they also did Baki with like an anime, animation studio. And Baki had already gotten an anime, but that was like years ago. But Still, the case is like they were bringing them back. I want to say, and I might be wrong, or they were already in production. Just Netflix had snap like grabbed them or something. But yeah, it's neat. It's good that streaming services are bringing things. And I wanted to ask you, what type of shows or that you, I guess, had in mind of being revived? on a certain platform. Now by revive, do you mean like reworked and you know relaunched or just like having the old show back on TV or on a streaming service? I wanna say like rebooted. Hmm. Uh, honestly, I don't think I would want any show rebooted. Per se, I can't think of one that's like particularly bad. I mean, because I think that when you when they reboot stuff, they have to consider the general population, like the audience, like who are they going to be showing this to? And, you know, a lot of things that made it authentic then is not going to be authentic to me now. Like, you know, we already had this conversation, but, you know, mm-hmm. I would rather them have like, like, for instance, my favorite cartoon is probably Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like, that's just my favorite cartoon ever. And I mm-hmm. do not want them to reboot that because I feel like they would dumb it down to where it's, like, not as scary and creepy as it was. Or even, like, Flapjack, per se. Like, they would... I'm pretty sure they wouldn't... Nobody wants to see Flapjack nowadays. That Flapjack is weird and it's creepy, but it, it has that authentic... <laughs> and so... You know, I wouldn't want them to reboot that and just make it, like, all super, like, ah, so nice and stuff. It was like, nah. So, I don't know. I I don't think I would want any show rebooted again. I, I really can't think of one that I think is just absolute garbage or that needed to end. Well, maybe Devilman, um, not De- Devilman, uh, Deadman Wonderland. Because I didn't like the anime ending, but maybe the manga is different per se, but um, no, we're talking about a reboot. Ah, damn, that's a hard Maybe, uh, 
I was also going. Sorry to cut you off. I was also going to ask, um, like maybe it's just not a reboot, but also a continuation, because like some shows have been getting that. Like I know, uh, Hey Arnold got in a continuation, and that was from. I don't think it was from Netflix, but it was from Nickelodeon themselves or something. While Invader Sim also got in. Maybe can you consider it consider. Like a continuation, I know the movie. I heard it was based off the comics that went on, especially even Samurai Jack. Like, yeah, yeah. it didn't cool, like it didn't continue with the comics, but it got a continuation. Oh, Samurai Jack had comics. Yeah, but the ending it did not match with the actual show, and like I, I think I hear sometimes people still wish like even the comics. Like I mean, like the show had also went with the comics ending. Wow, I never knew they had a comic for Samurai Jack. I thought it was just a, um, just a TV thing only. Like it was, but I want to say maybe like after the show ended, maybe like a few years later, got a comic. I don't know when the comic started, but I it had to be after the show because oh. it was. It was first the show and then the comics. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, that makes sense now. I thought it was like the comics first and then the show. So I was like, oh, yeah. Well, like Samurai Jack, I think did a really good job um, of just wrapping up what it had started. You know, again, I didn't, I didn't read it because I didn't even know it existed. But like stuff like that, I feel is really good. But then there's also some shows that you just don't want to continue because it just ended off good. And anything else can just, you know, be worse. Like, uh, I keep thinking of anime right now. Sorry, but like Bleach, for example. You can do it. It's it's fine. So like Bleach ended a couple of years ago. It ended abruptly because I guess they kind of rushed the creator to finish the series because you know sometimes that happens. But if they were to re- like reanimate the final arc, because they 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 cut like the show an arc short and just stopped. And so if they were to do that, I think that would be great. Just like Hitman Reborn, they didn't animate the final arc. They just stopped. So I would like to see that, but it's probably not going to happen. But, hmm, I, I, don't, I feel like all the shows on, like, Nicktoons and such, I don't want to be touched because they're just, they're so good. And I keep looking back to, like, shows like uh, Rocco's Modern Life and, you know, um, What's that, the show, like, with the Rugrats when they're grown up, or, like, Power something? Oh, Our Grown Up. Our Grown Up. Yeah, wasn't there another one, like, Power or something? Oh, yeah, I Rocket Power, Rocket yeah, Power. Yeah, Rocket Power. Like, shows like that, I wouldn't want them to, to do anything to that anymore. But, well, if I had to pick one, even though I don't want it to be reanimated, I'd say Billy and Mandy, probably, to be touched up. I think it would lose its authentic touch again, but I wouldn't mind seeing it rebooted, but eh, or maybe, well, hmm, maybe Total Drama Island, because I feel like that's, it's not too good to the point that it can't be redone. I think it kind of already got like a reboot, if you want to say, or maybe like, I don't know, because like they had came out with like some type of total drama daycare and that was just oh what then, no. 
yeah, it was it was basically the characters, a lot of characters that were uh, well known, and some maybe I want to say maybe new, right. were turned into little kids or babies, and like now they're in some daycare show or something, and it's like, how do you go from this to like this like great show to like going to this? It made no sense. That just sounds, it sounds like a cop out for a good reboot, <laughs> to be honest with you. <laughs> like, I just couldn't get into this show. And I was just absolutely disappointed. I don't know. But, like, for Billy and Mandy, hmm. Well, maybe not. Billy. I wouldn't mind. Hmm? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no. Uh maybe you can get a continuation. Cause I agree with you. It would have lost its authenticity, if I'm saying that right. Yeah. Um and just having it giving it just a film, maybe it would have been good. But I can't remember I think the season, like the series finale was already good enough itself. Yeah, and that's but, sorry. Yeah. You get. Um and all I was going to say next was just, uh, I know a few series have been getting continuations. Mostly I've just been hearing Netflix uh, doing continuations with like films or something. Like I know they just recently partnered uh, with Netflix, made some type of deal. I think it was to do create more IPs exclusively on Netflix, but also with the help of Nickelodeon maybe, or it was also to bring back some old shows i can't remember but if it was uh the old shows then that's maybe neat but i can't think of anything <laughs> that i want to get uh continued because uh hey arnold already had like a film for the love of god and like i think it, it also had like six seasons it doesn't need to go on more <laughs> yeah no that's that's a no-no <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah but to throw a loophole for it, I think it would be it would be kind of cool. Well, oh, a couple of these. So I'm thinking, oh wow. So maybe yes, yeah, I think. Oh, one second. Yeah. Okay. Do I have to stay in the app to um, continue the phone call? No, you can. Uh... Yeah. Wait, no. You don't have to uh, stay out of the app. Okay. Um, I was thinking maybe Cyber Chase. 
would be cool. Because mm. mm-hmm. that's kind of like one of those shows that it's like, well, you know, it's it's there, <laughs> but you don't have to. It's not like, oh my God, they messed up Cyber Chase. It's like, nah, you know, Cyber Chase is pretty cool. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind if they did that. Or if they, um, I just had it in my mind. Oh, um, maybe um, Mucha Lucha or El Tigre. I don't remember. Uh, those are like, mm-hmm. those are like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> or, yeah, those are mm-hmm. the biggest one, I would say, Tom and Jerry. What I Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Uh, hello? Yeah. Oh, it disconnected from my Bluetooth. Hold on. Devin, give me like two minutes. All right. Devin. Devin. All right. Okay. Sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just uh, like, well, just like the viewers or listeners, Scott. Um, listeners, now. Sorry if there's like hiccups and random issues. Like both both of us have good uh I guess uh what tablets or like phones and like I'm sure good what oh, if my dog is in the background. Um and we have and we have yeah just being weird. Yeah, it's just the app. We both have a good connection. So, yeah, sorry if there's hiccups or anything. But, um, yeah, we were discussing, like, maybe this can be our last topic for uh, the podcast since there's, like, so many issues at the moment. That's fine. But, uh, 
yeah, we were discussing about shows, and you had brought up what was it? What were you? You had brought up Tom and Jerry. Yeah. In a, like another show. Uh, mucho, mucho, mucho. Oh yeah, an LT Gray. It would definitely be cool to see those. I know Tom and Jerry, I just looked it up. It got in a reboot like in 2014. And uh it? yeah, like and I remember seeing a few episodes and I saw like, oh, I guess this is like a reboot or something. So was yeah. that the really cutesy art style? Yeah, and it's like uh-huh. Yeah, and it has like already four seasons. Uh, never mind to that, but um, I guess those old shows, and maybe if you've heard of um, Hero 108, which used to show on, um, mm-hmm. I, I think that one is pretty underrated, and it could be a good thing to bring back. Oh, yeah, it would, and I definitely agree with you with those shows because. Like, I I don't want to bring diversity or something. Like, I guess it's kind of a issue, even though it's not bad. I know it can maybe annoy some people, but, like, it's a good thing. Because it's cool that Mucha, Mucha uh, came, especially El Tigre. Those were, like, definitely shows targeted towards Mexicans. And it was, like, cool for even other races to, like, watch and it's like whoa this this is definitely cool and like it was definitely fresh and something new like not coming from an american but from someone that's not an american if that makes sense and yeah actually no scratch that mucha lucha it was definitely by americans i want to say while uh lt grade definitely a mexican person and um, which it definitely caught me by surprise for the Mucha Lucha. I was definitely <laughs> surprised about that one. I got to send you a video about that. Okay. But yeah, it was uh, definitely fresh uh, to see because you, I don't know, maybe it's just me or both of us or something, but uh, I didn't see that many shows that starred a Mexican character or anything like that growing up. I didn't either, but they've gotten better at it now. I think with, um, with uh, Cartoon Network especially. And Nick, well, I mean, better in the sense that they have it, but that doesn't mean that it's good, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that... um the show uh, Craig of the on Cartoon Network is a primarily um, a black show that has like a lot of black characters that aren't stereotyped, which I think is really cool. And they even incorporated some LGBT. And so it's pretty cool. And then I know Nickelodeon has like the, the spinoff of Loud House, where it's like a whole bunch of Hispanic people, which, you know, I don't know if that's. I'm not Hispanic, so I don't know if that's accurate to what it's actually like, but, you know, or is it, because you can, I think that you can have shows that can have, I don't want to say person of color, but that can have different people of different races, 
other than Caucasians in there. But just because you have it, that doesn't mean that it's represented right. If that makes sense. Yeah, true. Also, sorry, I was a bit distracted. You good. But um, yeah, it's definitely cool that it's being brought up. Like, what? There's like this one show on Cartoon Network. Uh, what is it called? Craig of the Creek. Yeah, Stop that's what I was hmm. Sorry. No, you good. Like, uh, yeah, it stars like a black character, which is definitely cool. And you, again, you don't normally see that. Yeah, and he's actually represented right, I think. I haven't watched it per se, but I think that it's just from the little clips I've seen, it's pretty good. So, you know, we, and I think we need more of that within, you know, not just the black community, but just overall. Like, what happened? Like, I, I don't remember a, a cartoon that's not from, you know, that's not out of the U.S. or that's in the U.S. that started Asian, you know, characters. The last one I could think of was, um, like, uh, Jake, American Long Dragon or whatever that was, show was called. Mm-hmm. That came out years ago. And that other one, like, Jackie Chan. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I definitely agree with you. There was, like those two shows and then there was also Juniper Lee and it and let me tell you something it's been definitely long it's been a real long time since we last had like a female main character which had their own show I guess that was maybe on Cartoon Network per se and like I don't know I was gonna say there's a new show I I don't know network but it's called like infinity train oh Oh, right i forgot about that yeah it okay yeah i completely forgot about infinity train i don't think i saw the first i saw like the first episode but i didn't see the rest i completely forgot about that so so i guess yeah it's good that a female character is the main character in a show again but yeah speaking on the asians it's it's been pretty much a long time since you last saw one in an american cartoon show right because gone no i was just saying things are changing and people are becoming more diverse so you know maybe it won't be too long before we get more characters. Yeah. And then you, uh, there was like this one show that was on Netflix. I know it's not like an anime. It's still like maybe considered an American show, of course, but it has an anime style. And I, we may have talked about this a while ago, but, uh, it starred black characters. Just like a whole black main cast. Oh, um, uh, Neo, Neo Oko, Neo Kyo, that show by Jaden Smith, I think. Well, oh God, I, I completely forgot about that one. Not that one, but it was like a different one. Uh, like cartoon show. Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. Mm-hmm. 
It was uh, something that was confirmed to come to Netflix. And it made everybody go crazy. In a good way? Yeah, in a good way, though. But, uh, oh, right. I forgot. Uh, Proud Family was supposed to be coming back. Oh, I think it is. I think it actually is because I had seen this um, interview the other day where the lady who um, voices Sugar Mama mm -hmm. said it was coming back. Yeah, like uh, it's already been confirmed and everything, though, like we don't know if it's a reboot or a continuation or anything like that. All we know is it's right. just coming mainly to Disney+. Plus. That's kind of lame. I'm not gonna buy that just to watch it. I'll do something less legal. Yeah, I can. I can already see a lot of people wanting to <laughs> pirate it as soon as it comes out. So I don't. I don't blame them. But um, yeah, I just found a show that has like the black. I mean, no, the anime uh, type of style. It's called Cannon Busters. forgot about it as well i'm like dude, i know there was like a show that had like some black main characters and it was definitely coming to netflix and it had some like some type of anime style i don't i'm not sure if it was made in japan or something or if it was just straight up here in america like how it has some type of anime style like boondocks or something but yeah it's it's been, it's definitely great to like see this and have this, especially uh, representing the black community. Cause I agree with you. It's like always an anime, always. It's like the black person always has to have dreads. And not every black person has dreads or braids for the love of God. <laughs> like it's not that hard to look up a black person. You're gonna get other types of hairstyles. So. Wait, hello. Uh, 